0: Carrie and Tommy about to go off. We know you've waited around all day for this Carrie and Tommy podcast to drop. And if you're raising a glass to us, or any moment, big or
1: small, Liquorland will bring the drinks. Shop in store or online and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers. Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. <laughs>
0: Carrie
2: Bickmore
1: and Tommy Little. This
2: is Carrie and Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. Welcome to it for your Thursday afternoon. How are we, guys?
1: We have got a world champ on the show today. We do. I'm very excited because he is going to turn to you because you've got a request for him, and he's going to say, "Ah, no, thank you." He might just
3: say, "Yeah, dog," like (laughs) that. Yeah, dog. (laughs) Good idea, dog.
1: He might say yes to your request, but I can guarantee he's not going to go, yeah, dog, (laughs) he's so much cooler than any of that. He might
3: actually say, oh my God, dog, that's exactly what I was thinking too, dog, you're in dog. What do you reckon?
1: No. Okay. But well, I'm looking forward to that later on.
3: Hey, big guest in the second half of today's show. Yes, my
1: mum is joining us today on the show. Wasn't
3: going to give that bit away, oh. but okay.
1: <laughs> World champ, at something I'm sure.
3: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, that was meant to be. A, <laughs> that was meant to be a nice thing. Okay. Not saying like <laughs> I just was couldn't think what like, what the actual thing was, but I was thinking of all the things she's lovely and good at. Okay, stop talking, Kerry. <laughs> (laughs) Love you, Mum.
3: Up next, um, we've got to talk about a story that's made the news because everyone has been talking about it, and I didn't know I was so involved, to be honest. Yes. Anyway, we're talking about that next.
2: Carrie and Tommy. The weekend, Playboy, Cardi and Madonna. That is popular for your Thursday afternoon. It's Carrie and Tommy, world champ,
3: joining us very soon. The man who broke my ribs is joining us. That is correct. Um, I just
1: had a look at the headline of the story you're about to read.
3: (laughs) It's pretty good, isn't it?
1: It's very funny.
3: So there's a thing that happens on this show, and um, often you hear about it in the producer pitch, which is a segment we do uh, tomorrow, but I don't reckon we need to do it this week because um, I have uh, honoured one of the producer's wishes. I don't yet know who... uh, Put this on our our sheet of ideas. Because we get pitched things
1: by the producers every day. To make good chat. And to be
3: honest, I I never really open it, but um, today Mm. I did. And one particularly took my eye. Producer Georgia, um, if you wouldn't mind coming up near a uh, microphone, please. Because I, I, I suspect this might be uh, this might be you. Um,
1: this did, is the same woman who um, we've got a story coming up later, and she said, "Yeah, that one about Kinu Reeves would be good." Oh, Keanu. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> It's Keanu.
3: Uh, we're going to need your microphone on there, Jay. Yeah.
1: She's a younger member of our team. You
3: don't know Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Keanu?
1: Oh, I've only <laughs> seen The Matrix like half a time. So. Well, half a oh, time. <laughs> it's too complex. Yeah. So I watch Th- it.
3: This was up, up there when one of our producers asked us about a comedian, um, uh, Jimmian.
1: Oh, Owen. <laughs> yes.
3: Do you guys want Ann on? Are you friends with him? <laughs> so I've never heard that name before. Um. <laughs> Uh, Producer Jay, um, this story here, I don't want you to read out what it is, but was this idea yours? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah that was mine. Okay, I'll give you the headline and I'll give you uh, George's idea. Um, so the headline is Female Frogs Fake Death to Avoid Unwanted Male Attention.
4: Fantastic.
3: Fantastic news story. And then George's suggestion for this um, was Put your pet frog on, we'll see if they play dead when Tommy gives them attention.
1: <laughs> Obviously unwanted attention. <laughs> don't like it? you like it? I didn't bad. send it to you I, personally. I almost did.
3: I, I love it. I, I thought
1: What's you going to ask 131060, what <laughs> other things do women fake to avoid unwanted Jeez.
3: attention? <laughs> Our phones are going to meltdown. We've only got so many lines. Um, so if you have got your pet frog, um, give us a call, 131060. We are going to need your frog, um, and see if the frog- People
1: don't have pet frogs.
3: Why are you saying this to me? It was you George's do. idea. And
5: maybe it's not even female specific, maybe just frogs.
3: Or you Male you female just don't want my attention?
5: I just think in general.
3: So researchers have discovered this technique. Um, <coughs> it turns out 33... Can I just pause It's also for not one limited second. to
1: frogs. Just pause for one second. Because we're about to dedicate another five-minute break to this Speak to Frogs. Mm. 13, 10, 60. Can you start calling now if you do have a frog? Because otherwise, let's do something else with the next five minutes. You know, I don't want to sit <laughs> here.
3: Hey, Georgia. Let's
1: get a sense now if Carrie. there's any frogs
3: listening. Carrie doesn't understand good content. I
1: totally agree. I
3: get it. Frogs don't have ears, but they have those holes in there. Head. Oh, where do they put the phone? That's hard. Anyway.
4: Speaker.
3: Um, so this this study so was dumb. this study was taken and um, 33% of females used this technique. When a male would come over, they'd just <laughs> it was known, it's known as tonic immobility, where they'd yeah, they'd just fake their own death and then the male frogs would go, yeah oh, Wendy's dead. Oh well, on to the next one. One third <laughs> of the Sheila's on. in this bar have died. Oh, Gary, Sorry. do you think
1: it's us? <laughs> and then, um, and then when they've gone, they pop back to life again. Yeah, they don't. So die. they just pretend to be asleep.
3: What didn't you understand about fake death?
1: No, but as in, like, they're just pretending to be asleep. They're no, not. to die. But what's the difference between death and asleep? Eyes so, could be open.
3: Yeah, I and, and sleep open. and sleeping Both. you snore. With yeah, sleeping you snore. The frogs Why do we snore. have to explain the difference between death and sleeping to you?
1: No, I'm just thinking they just do what people all over the world, people all over the people world, people pretend fake to be their sleeping to death. avoid stuff they don't want to do. No, they just go to sleep.
3: Yeah, but that's the, this is faking death. I just think there's not
1: much difference between faking sleep and faking death. Do not you really? Like, you, right if you're now, faking fake sleep a right
3: bit
1: <laughs> 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 What's faking sleep?
3: That was you. Who was that? Georgia.
1: <laughs> Another one of her that great was... ideas.
3: <laughs> that was, How did you know I snore at my pop-on? <laughs>
1: We've had one call who wants to talk about the Hulk and Princess Fiona, but they won't pretend to be a frog, so we can't get them on. So you just want people to call up and pretend to be a frog. Is that what you'd
3: like? Carrie, why are you not listening to the words that are coming out of my mouth? I want people to call what Georgia said on the idea sheet. Put your pet frog on. See if they played Ted when Tommy gives them attention. 131060. Give us a call. Definitely don't be tricky and pretend to be a frog. Put your pet frog on. <laughs> Put your pet pet frog on. So we're going to have to get you to pass the phone to your frog. <laughs> and then I'll chat and we'll see if they fake their own death, which Carrie thinks is the same as sleeping.
2: <laughs> Give us a call, 131060. Carrie and Tommy. Woo! <laughs> Finks run away for your Thursday afternoon. It's Carrie, a bit I more like and Tommy, it. little. And on 131060, we're we'll looking at some frogs. Oh, this is so, Carrie, some of your ideas. And I just, <laughs> I, w- I will play along with it. But just so you know,
3: it's stupid. So um, the story that you just told us before, Carrie, <laughs> is that female frogs um, fake their death to avoid unwanted male frog attention. And so the idea that I you. I didn't realize had,
1: women and frogs had so much
3: in common. Have you faked your death to avoid attention?
1: Um, death's a stretch, but sleeping, yes, hence so what I said to you. There's not much difference between sleeping and death.
3: Why are you sleeping at a bar?
1: I think the frogs at a bar.
3: Yeah, the, there's the much. frogs that are out and about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the dance parties. Oh yeah, get to the little, little pond, rain. Boys. <laughs> Um, and so your idea was get people and they would get their pet fr- frogs on and then I'll pay them attention and we see if they fake their own death. Kristen. Welcome Hi. to the Madhouse. Oh, thank Kristen, you. You're, Thanks you're for a, having
1: me in the Madhouse.
3: You're a bubble of joy, Kristen. You sound hey. great. Um, oh, do, amazing. You, do you have a pet frog?
1: We should have said hello in the right way. Ridip. Oh. Ridip.
3: <laughs> ridip. What do you mean? Ridip. Ridip. No, ridip. Well, ribbit. Oh, is it ridib? Ribbit. Ribbit. <laughs> Oh, um, no, this is bitch-mum all over again. Why
1: yes, I don't know how to say basic I don't know. words that other R- people know how to have say. It,
3: I also, haven't you seen it written in kids' books and stuff? I R- read no, it. I think I've just heard the noise. You read Christian Sorry, Kristen.
6: Kristen I have right a green. Greeting. No, it's all good. I have a green tree pet frog. I don't know if it's a male or a female. It's kind of like a rescue. It's like two years old. So I yeah. thought that I would introduce you to her. So if you'd like to say hello,
3: okay. What is her name? Just before I say hello,
6: her name's Fredo.
3: Okay, and you you grab Fredo, and um, yeah. I will. She's I will... right here. Okay, great. Um, oh. oh, Fredo, are, are you there?
6: Tommy, you've you've just killed her. Oh
3: my! Oh God. Oh no!
6: God, you it wasn't just even much my attention. Frog, so I'm assuming oh, no. that it's no?
3: a <laughs> smell. Quick, quick, quick! Hang, hang that up, Kristen. very quickly. Hang, hang on, hang up, and and then we'll call you back in just a minute, and we'll see if it comes back alive. If Fredo comes back are we to life,
1: actually calling her back. Of
3: course, yes. Why? Yes.
1: I mean, yes. I'll speak to Kristen about anything else. But,
3: um, g'day, Linda.
1: Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you.
3: That's thank great. You. Have you Have you got a pet, pet frog? I have two. Oh, what are their names? Hulk and
6: Princess
3: Fiona. And have you I got any of which, which? Oh, okay. <laughs> have you got any of them with you at the moment?
6: I do. I have Hulk.
3: Oh, do you want to chuck um? Do you want to chuck Hulk on for us?
6: Yeah. Who's he speaking to? That's
3: Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. This is Tommy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Hang I'm, on. I'm known as the Hulk of this team as well. Oh. Um,
6: okay. Hang
3: on. Yeah, hang on. Yeah. Hang yeah, on. yeah no on. worries. Um, Come on. Uh, oh my god. Get a get get a Hulk. Come on. Oh god. Oh, is he not taking the phone?
6: No, he's just looking at me really weird. Oh, Hulk! Hulk!
3: Oh, there we go. Hey, Hulk! What are you up to? <coughs> Hulk! Um, I'm assuming. Assuming, Hulk, did you did you notice that um, female frogs are faking their own death when you're around, Hulk? I
1: think Hulk's dying. No,
3: that's what those
1: noises uh, Hulk, are? No,
3: Hulk's a man. Yeah. Hulk. Yeah, Hulk's don't uh-uh. Hulk won't won't fake his own death. He's a man. Oh, yeah, I t- It's every bit about this story. Um, um, Hulk, Hulk, <laughs> Carrie, didn't no, want...
2: that's Hulk. He's riveting
3: or Dying
1: or just talking. No, he's to
3: talking because he's a man. He's not going to fake his own death. Um, Hulk, would you mind saying a few words to Carrie? <laughs> <laughs> I agree, Hulk. I know she can be like that. I know. Yeah, I know.
1: I can't believe I'm saying this. I think it's can a we woman go back thing. to Kristen?
3: Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, we uh, we will soon. Um. Uh, oh, okay. We'll get Kristen back. He's um, thanks, Hulk. You're the best. Uh, g'day, Kristen.
0: Hey, I was just letting you know that as soon as you left, she came back to life.
3: Yeah, it's a great news story. How that's do? Do you want to try chucking he... her on again and see what happens? Yeah,
6: yeah. He okay,
3: is okay. Fredo. G'day, Fredo. Oh my
6: Fredo? God, Tommy! You just killed her again. Not
3: again. Oh my oh gosh. Oh my She's good. You're so horrible. <laughs> Okay, quick hang up, Kristen. Bring it back to <laughs> oh, so you. So I'll <laughs> um, uh, it Should we is... give you
1: a room? Like, what's happening here?
3: No, I don't need to be surrounded by dead frogs faking their own death. Um, get a, is it Pommy Skittle?
6: Yeah, dog.
3: Yeah, yeah, dog. Oh, Pommy, are you a frog?
6: No, I'm just the interpreter. The oh, river, river that... language. Uh, okay. You probably won't hey. understand, so I'll have to be the mediator. Okay.
3: Okay, a, I'm and Pommy go just. Grab a can t- of tea yeah, do enough. it quietly. Um Pommy <laughs> <laughs> Pommy, where where did you get your name, Pommy Skittle?
6: So so she is a rescue. I don't know what she is. Um she mm. was being attacked by a Pomeranian dog whilst I was having Skittle. I rescued her, hence Pommy Skittle.
3: Okay, great. Do you want to chuck um Pommy Skittle on just quickly?
6: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's here, she's be she's keen, she's a big fan, she listens to you. Yeah, she's watching your special on Prime too.
3: Oh, oh, Pommy! Um, Pommy, do you—is is this unwanted attention? I mean, you look fantastic. You're wearing the green marvelously. Um, how, how are you feeling?
6: What's that? Oh, naughty little frog! I can't say that on live radio. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. she likes,
3: she likes. Yeah. She likes it. Okay, and and yeah. has, has Pommy? Have you ever faked your own death um, to get uh, rid of unwanted male attention?
6: What's that? Oh, oh, oh! She says not for you, Tommy.
3: Yeah. Oh. Oh. Homie, I was going to say we can continue this chat um, in with a little privacy, but honestly, Carrie has walked out. Um, so I think for the sake of my job, maybe we should move on to something else. But thank you to all my amphibious friends that called in. Carrie
2: and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy for your Thursday afternoon or whatever the occasion. Liquorland will bring the drinks. Shop in store online and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers, Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. I'll tell you what a cause for celebration might be coming up this Sunday because
3: one of the biggest fights of the year. And if our man wins, I'll be ducking into Lippeland and getting a celebration Mm. drop from there. And the great man joins us.
1: Well, you've got – so Tim Zhu has joined us on the show before Mm. and last time we spoke to Tim Zhu, you proposed a boxing match with him and you lasted about two seconds in a ring and broke a rib. Yeah. You've got, got an well. idea for him that See. you want to propose ahead of his big fight, something you want to do in front of everybody at the arena when he comes out for his big fight, and you're going to ask him if you can do it
3: next. I want to get involved. I think my boxing career was cut too short. Mm-hmm. So that's next.
2: Gary and Tommy. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Woo! Driving you home this afternoon, it is Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Big fight this Sunday because
3: I will be there in attendance, of course.
1: Tim taking on Brian.
3: Yeah, Tim taking on Brian doesn't have quite the same ring as Tim Zoo taking on Brian Mendoza <laughs> for the WBO Super Welterweight World title and the world champ joins Woo! us now. G'day, Tim. <laughs> yeah, how are you, guys? <laughs> I mean, pretty... The
1: Tim and Brian fight does sound like yes. a pretty hectic backyard fight. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Does it d- does it make you feel more confident knowing that you're fighting a man named Brian?
7: <laughs> probably, yeah.
3: <laughs> Is he the youngest Brian you've ever seen?
7: Uh, it's probably the first Brian I've ever met. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was,
3: was going to say I associate. I mean, Carrie's dad's
7: name's Brian. Yes. I my grandpa with
1: was Brian. Your grandpa. Yeah. My stepdad was Brian. <laughs> Lots of old men oh, called right. Brian. <laughs> How are you feeling, Tim?
7: Yeah, I'm very well. Very well.
3: It's good. I thought, um. So, Tim, you're, you're the current um, uh, uh, world title holder. Um, does that mean your belt's on the line Sunday? Is Brian got anything to lose? No.
7: Nah, he's, um, yeah, he's coming for my title, so um, he, he ain't getting it anyway, so it's all good. <laughs> does that,
3: um, I mean, I know you've been in, in both positions, does that outlook change when you, you don't essentially have anything to lose um, as opposed to being the current champ?
7: You know what I still feel like uh, a challenger, so for me there's a there's a good saying it's the hunter or the hunted and, and I feel like the hunter at all times. are you
3: gonna knock him out?
7: oh man, I'm planning to <laughs> I'm hoping <laughs> I'm planning to yes, I am actually yes, I'll say it yes well, yes. yes, what's yes. the zone
1: yes. between now and then like what's the roller coaster ride mentally you go on between today, say and the big day?
7: um it's nice and relaxed actually. I just gotta uh lose a bit of weight there's a a lot of media obligations right now, but, um, yeah, nice and cruisy, nice and relaxed. In the evenings, we do uh, fishing. We go fishing uh, oh. outside our house. So, yeah, everything's, yeah, quite chilled.
3: When you talk about losing weight, does that mean literally sitting in the spa for hours or in
7: sweatsuits
3: <laughs> or things like that?
7: It's getting to that stage, which is in a couple of days. So, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. Let's just say that.
1: How, how quickly do you drop it? Like, what does that do? Does that drop a kilo or...?
7: Oh, you, you lose a bit more than a kilo. Right. I wish I've it was got a kilo. No, idea. <laughs> <laughs> nah, a couple kilos. We kilos right. I have to lose, so, and, yeah. And,
3: and then do you get, what is it? Is the, is the weigh in the day before, two days before?
7: Yeah, 24 hours.
3: Okay. And then do you try and, I, I mean, this might sound stupid, but do you try and then stack it back on for the fight or you don't want to go in feeling heavy and sluggish?
7: Yeah, look, I, I'll put on 10 kilos in, in six hours. What?
3: Really? Yeah,
7: yeah. Really? Every, yeah that's, what do you mean? When, when, Yeah, people go and shock about that, eh? Hey? Yes, uh, 10, 10 kilos in six hours, um, a lot of fluids, a lot of different food. My my body just sort of ab- absorbs everything. So,
3: oh, my God. Does that mean Brian gets to the fight and he goes, hang on, who am I fighting? This
7: Uh, Yeah, (laughs) fighting (laughs) heavyweight.
1: that's a few kebabs you'd be eating there, Tim. That's why.
7: That's why they're all getting knocked out.
3: (laughs) Well, Tim, I'll be there watching uh, on Sunday, and if you can stick around, I've got a. I think it's a pretty good proposition for you. Up next.
2: (laughs) Gary and Tommy. Gary and Tommy if you drive home the sabo and we're still joined by the champ, Tim Zhu, ahead of the big fight against Brian Mendoza on Sunday. Um, Tim, do
3: you you um and I know it was one of the highlights of your um your career, but oh, so it feels ridiculous to even ask, but do you remember our um our fight? <laughs>
7: Of course I do. It wasn't much of a fight. (laughs) Do you remember punching me? (laughs) It was a slaughterhouse.
1: Do you remember how it sounded? Let's just relive it. I
7: reckon. (laughs) That That
3: That is out. In the ribs, in the side. Tim punches very hard.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Did you? I know it's I've. It's so funny I, every time.
1: I know
3: I've spoken to you since. Did you have any idea at the time that my ribs might be broken?
7: No, I had no idea. I felt so bad, but at the same time, I was like, you know what, deserves it. <laughs> Absolutely. Don't
3: feel bad at all. You know, I, it has healed with a nice little lump on it, so I do have a permanent um, Tim's a reminder on my side.
7: Beautiful man, beautiful. You, <laughs> should get, you should get the TT there, my
1: initials. <laughs> that was more. That was one of the um dumber things I'm sure Tim's ever had um, proposed to yes. him. But what I think you're about to propose to him, I mean, yeah, I well, don't reckon. I get much Tim, time a, as
3: you know, oh, I, I've no. been I've been a big. Yeah, I've you know, oh, no. I've been a big fan for a long time. I watch all your fights. I'm coming to the fight on Sunday. I can't wait to see you uh, knock another one out. And um. I just, I feel, like I even, I wear my broken ribs as a, as a badge of honour. I've still got the gloves signed for me. I love it all. So I just thought maybe on Sunday, you know how you walk out with, like, your posse around you?
7: My what? My posse? Oh, okay. my crew. Yeah,
3: your crew. Sorry, crew. Damn who, I who, the wrong.
1: Who's <laughs> in your crew, Tim?
7: Uh, we a, It's a small little group, coach, manager. Um, the walkout, yeah, it's, it's quite simple. It's just people that work in the corner.
3: Do do you reckon it could get a bit bigger, the crew?
7: You're gonna have to talk to a few people about that one.
1: (laughs) Is there room for a kebab, Tim?
7: (laughs) A room for a kebab? Yeah. A
1: kebab in your posse?
7: Do you
3: reckon I could walk out with your crew with a a kebab. kebab?
7: Yeah. Oh, that's a tough one, man.
3: <laughs> I think it's a, do you think it's a no, but he's being too polite to say no? I yeah, mean,
7: yeah, basically. Yeah. Nah, no, I'm not getting a kebab with me. <laughs>
1: no, he wants to dress as yeah. a kebab.
7: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, okay. don't want, a kebab. <laughs> I don't want a kebab walking out with me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> to be fair,
1: though, to be fair, I'm just playing devil's advocate because I'm on your side here. This is ridiculous. It would really throw Brian off. Yes. It'd throw Mendoza off if you looked in your corner. It's like, what the hell is a kebab doing there? Hmm.
7: Yeah, I get you. But, you know, like I used to watch Floyd Mayweather and he used to come out with like uh, Triple H and Justin yeah. Bieber and stuff like that. <laughs> yes. People look at me walking out with a kebab. That's it, man. Game over.
1: <laughs> what about. What if I came?
7: <laughs> yeah, why not? Oh, no.
3: <laughs> Are you saying Carrie can walk out in your crew, but not me? Yeah, that? And,
7: no, and no kebab. Yeah, sorry, oh, Tommy. Damn it. Carrie's
3: <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> not even going to be there. <laughs> but and I
1: can be. You know, you there's I, always a chick in the background.
3: Yeah. Do you would you go? <laughs> no,
1: no, I wouldn't do that to Tim.
3: Oh, <laughs> no, never. Tim. What if I ditch the kebab suit? Could I be a part of your <laughs> oh my crew God, then? This is so desperate. I know it's real desperate.
7: Right, right at the back. Can I? <laughs> oh, yeah. Why, why not? Right at the back. <laughs> right it's, at the back
1: of the stadium, or your yeah. posse
7: of the posse.
1: Yes. <laughs> are you Tim? Timmy?
3: I'll dress cool. I promise.
7: <laughs> we can get. We can get. We can get something organised. Yes. Tim,
3: great! This is such great news. Um, How do you get said, him to agree to that? I'm not sure. I'm sure we might may get a call after this saying it's not happening. But I would, I would love to be there. I won't embarrass you. I'll be great <laughs> for the crew. I bring a lot of good energy. And are you
1: going to bring your boombox
3: on your shoulder? I'll bring na- no, no, na- Carrie. That's, that's embarrassing. No, I'll just <laughs> be a normal.
7: Stuff. Just just let me know who to send the invoice to. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, Tim, I can't wait for Sunday, me, you, the whole crew. We're up and about. about up. <laughs> you can watch Tim Zoo take on Brian Mendoza this Sunday on main event. It's available on KO Sports and on Foxtel.
2: Um, Tim.
3: We'll so, see you Sunday.
7: Thanks, dear. See you Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, <laughs> Cheers, Bye. Gary and
2: Tommy. Yeah, that is where you're at for your Thursday afternoon. Still heaps more to come, the Savo guys.
1: Yeah, shout out to, well, Romani first, of oh. course, as always. But Billy Ray Cyrus uh, has gotten married today, 62 years of age, his third wedding. Uh, this one's to Fire Rose. She's an Aussie. Um, Fire. You can tell that I'm just reading this stuff off a piece of paper. Um, Someone in our um, room asked, is that her real name? Made me laugh a lot. Um, But I think her name is something fire, isn't it? It's Rose. Oh, no, it's Rose. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Her real name is Rose. Anyway, fire Rose. Um, But speaking of older people getting married, there is someone in my world that is older and getting married. I'll give a much nicer introduction up next. Um, We're going to get my mum up next. Are we? We are. Jenny. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy.
2: Driving you home for your Thursday afternoon. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little.
1: So something exciting happening in my family's life this weekend. My beautiful mum is getting married.
3: (laughs) Jenny.
1: She um, just turned 70 this year and, um, yeah, she's fallen in love and she's getting married. But it is the more people she speaks to, she says she finds it inspiring because they all feel such joy at the idea that she's getting married at 70. And I thought let's chat to someone who perhaps... Some people would say, I was going to say was in the last chapter of their life, which sounds so depressing, but not the first chapter of your life, not the conventional time to be getting married. Who who
3: could we possibly chat to about this, Carrie?
1: Well, I was going to suggest my mum, who's sitting next to me, but I feel bad that I've given her the introduction that it's the last chapter of her life, but I feel like she's about (laughs) to enter the last chapter in love and happy, Stopped so why talking. not chat to her? Mum, welcome. Hey, Thank you,
3: darling. Thank you. How do you feel about being described as um, being in the last chapter of your life?
5: Yes, well, I have to adjust my will,
1: actually. because <laughs>
5: <laughs> And she better watch out, hadn't she?
1: <laughs> what is the last chapter if it's not at 70? Chapter's oh, 30 you got, or 40 Jenny, years. you've got
3: heaps of but life But that
1: doesn't mean she's got two years left when I say she's in the last chapter. But,
3: but Jenny could easily have another 30 years. Last chapter.
1: It's a long I chapter. I didn't say <laughs> uh,
3: that. means I'm only just out of my first chapter.
1: You are. Life's there to be lived. So
3: life has three chapters. I don't anyway, know. Anyway, we're getting sidetracked.
1: What is the biggest difference? Uh, you have been married before. Mm. Um, what is the big difference about getting married? When, what were you when you married my dad? How old were you then? Mm, 20 the difference between getting married at 20 and getting married at 70?
5: Well, I don't think you've got much criteria um, at 20. Certainly, you've got to remember I got married in the 70s and so part of your criteria was that you were going to get married, have children and and that was that was pretty much your Your life. Your purpose. Very very few people actually worked much further after their marriage. In fact, you were disadvantaged uh, as a teacher. You lost all your pay as soon as you got married. So, yeah, so it it is quite dramatically different. But I'm in a season now where I'm sort of semi-retired. So I've got that kind of other kind of window. What do I do with myself? By the time I'm married now, I know what I love about music. I love what I love about theatre. Is that person going to share that? And now, incidentally and culturally, there's quite a big difference between John and I. And so it's like me having someone that I'm teaching and he's having someone he's teaching. So it's a lot more than I imagine, a lot more than I expected.
3: Jenny, when you talk about the, um, let's say, checklist, um, were you imagining that was a checklist for a companion or a partner or were you imagining that will become a husband?
5: That's a really good question. I think I was only imagining companion. I didn't expect to fall in love. I didn't think I would need to fall in love to have someone that would be good company and we'd go to the opera together and, and, you know, get tickets for one another to, you know, shows. Yeah. So it, it is quite different to fall in love. And, and I am like a kid. I'm like a little 16-year-old. In fact, John keeps saying, grow up. jokingly because we like that we love touching each other we look at it longingly last night we went through our texts okay we were trying to find something that he'd he'd wrote this poem for me right very early on in the relationship wrote Wrote a a poem poem. yes that's right exactly there's a man who speaks Arabic in his first language but he wrote this poem beautiful and here I am going through scrolling scrolling because every night we'd say goodnight on the text and every morning we'd text each other so there's reams and reams of this lovers yeah you know, can you believe that at 70, like what? a little 16-year-old, you know, you say goodnight first, no, I'll say goodnight." no, you say goodnight."
3: What's well, very sweet. It also answers what I was going to ask you, which is, I'm sure you've felt the spark of love at many different times throughout your life. I was going to ask, "Is it the same? It, sorry, I'm, I know the spark's a different, but I, I guess I was going to ask, "Is there still that spark?" but it sounds like it definitely is?:
4: hmm. I think
5: that's a tricky question. I think you can grow in a relationship and the love gets stronger and stronger. Um, whereas I think your dad and I, we grew up, he was at my 16 year old birthday party and we grew up together. So what you, what you look at for one another is very, very
1: different to this falling in love that I've got. Wow. Um, we were talking before about um, the differences between getting married when you're younger. I mean, unless I do um wasn't a part of it. You didn't have a hens or any of those things that you would have when you were younger, did you, this time? No, you missed, You didn't miss out darling. No, no. <laughs> so are those the sorts of things that you still would have liked to have had, or you feel like all of them become, it's less important, the things that when you're getting married, when you're younger, and you think you've got to have these high T's and these hens and all these other things. It's not actually about that at 70. It's about something different.
5: Yeah, I think that's, you do want to eliminate a lot of the the fuss that goes around it. But having said that, the hens is the sisterhood. And I think I raised three daughters, and I think the thing that you underestimate at 20 is how much you still need your girlfriends. I think you do these hens things, but you don't really understand that these girlfriends are the ones that you will have the long conversations with, that you'll be debriefing and crying with, et cetera. Um, Whereas when you marry a man, he's a whole lot of things, but he's not the sisterhood.
1: Yeah. you hear that, guys? You're not the sisterhood. (laughs) You're the patriarchy, but you're not the
5: sisterhood. Will
3: will you have a honeymoon, Jenny?
5: We've got a road trip, Tommy, planned.
3: Why? You're trying to end your marriage (laughs) soon
5: after. So the first third of my life was Adelaide. Yeah. Cheers to Adelaide people. And so we're going to have like a kind of post-wedding kind of reception with a whole lot of people there. And then we're going to go to Kalgoorlie. She's milking it. Yeah, Kalgoorlie because there's a whole lot of people there and then you'll be happy to know Perth people. We're going to Perth and a whole lot of people because that's the third of my life was there and, of course, I'm here. So
1: the wedding starts here and then we have this... A rolling reception, mm-hmm. the road trip. Well, you know how you all mock me that I'm from everywhere. Mm, yeah, that, that's where no, I'm that, also that, from. My that, mum that, who's from that, everywhere. That. everywhere yes. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, Jenny, we're so uh, happy for you. Congratulations. It's it's a lovely. I hope
1: see. it is the best day. But it's made us think. Getting married at seventy is it the best thing to do? Were you older than seventy when you got married? Maybe eighty, ninety. Your grandma um, met the love of her life.
3: God, you what's know? that? If that's not your last chapter. That's you. At
1: ninety. That's you. Yeah, that's it. Definitely your la- last hurrah. But maybe some people only met the, the got married for the first time at ninety. Thirteen, ten sixty. Give us a call. Old love is what we want to chat about.
2: Gary and Tommy, Selena Gomez single soon, which is the opposite of what we're talking about right now, but coming up very soon because
1: well, speaking actually of divorces uh, and being single, so Jada Pinkett Smith has opened up about the slap, the Will Smith-Chris Rock slap, and mm. how this has happened and why it happened. I had no idea. I'm going to tell you all about it later in the show, but right now we are talking about love, old love to be specific. My mum is getting married mm. uh, at the beautiful ripe old age of 70 yes, at the weekend. as you
3: said, the last chapter of her life.
1: Well, I still <laughs> argue it is the last chapter of her life in I a lovely way. So. Like, I a think you have so many decades. chapters.
3: I just don't how think many what book... chapters
1: do you have in a life? What,
3: but what book has three chapters? Like I feel book like in ha- life, Books have like 20 chapters. I
1: feel like in life you have three chapters. I think your childhood, your adulthood, and then your old age.
3: But, but again, that's not chapters because well, books have like is. 20 chapters. Yeah, but we're not
1: talking about books, we're talking about people. But
3: a chapter is a phrase from a book.
1: Okay, how many chapters <laughs> are you planning on having in your life? Like 20. 20 chapters? Yeah. What an exhausting life. No. Nah, just with three. Just every,
3: every five years is a chapter.
1: Steve, what chapter, you, what chapter are you in in your life?
8: Well, just about to go into my third chapter, probably. <laughs> <laughs> How
1: old are you, Steve?
8: I'm 67.
1: Okay. And have you found love later in life?
8: <clears throat> no. Um, my parents did. That's what I, I actually rung to ring about. But if you oh. ask me about mine... Um, yeah, sure. I fell in love early. <laughs> yeah, divorced early. Fell in love again. Um, divorced again. Yeah, had a couple of other relationships. Didn't get married, but they were like marriages. The last one's just finished now. After building last home, thought it was going to be retired. Um, she went back to Sydney, left me, and now I live in a caravan. But
3: surprisingly, but right. I'm very, very happy. But yeah, good on you, Steve. Also, 67. You, you've got you've got heaps of time. With no, not, not
8: with the illnesses you pick up on the way. Yeah, okay. But what about what about your parents, Steve? My mum and dad were like you grow up thinking you know everything's normal in your life, and you know as a little kid you probably worry about your parents fighting. and That I never really saw that in my parents, but I knew they weren't real happy for quite a while. But this was after a lot of time where they were parting early on. Um, more kids came along that slowed down Dad just went to work all the time um, he was the esoteric or whatever it is the name for it Mum would say yeah whatever it is <laughs> yeah. I was a carpenter not a, a wordsmith um, <laughs> but you know Dad would come home we'd be in trouble even if it was five hours earlier Mum would tell him what was going on we were deathly afraid of Dad um, mm. and when Dad actually did die. I did say at the the funeral how you grow up in your teenage years thinking you probably hate your father. Um, That might have changed nowadays, but that's the way I felt. Later on, after I'd come to Australia from New Zealand and settled in down here, had kids of my own, I realised just how much I loved him. Now, the same thing happened in my mum and dad's relationship. They went through the hard years, there's probably not too much of a good word to say to each other. They weren't arguing all the time, but it was a bit sour. Towards the end of their life, they were that much in love, it wasn't funny. It was a more oh. quiet, gentle love, yep. and they really did love each other very, very much.
1: That's beautiful, Steve. Good on you. Well done. Trudy, how are yes. you, Trudes? Good. Um, are you, so, how old are, do we ask how old you are, Trudes, or are you going to give us your um, love story first?
6: Oh, it's not about me, it's about my mum. So mm-hmm. um, I'm 60, but my mum got married last Saturday and she's 81 and her husband's 75. Oh, that's awesome, 81. And they met She's gone seven for a younger man, Yeah, they met seven months ago. And well, I guess at engaged. that
1: age you can't hang around, can you? Yeah,
6: and they got engaged after two weeks, so hey... <laughs>
1: After two well, weeks. Well, if you know, you know it. 81, that's I guess, right. Trudy. <laughs> that's it. Oh, wow. Yeah. How beautiful. I hope they have a long and happy life together. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Then
2: Carrie and Tommy. be your Thursday, Arvo, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little driving you home.
3: No, <laughs> no. Fun. Bit of no, a noise delay, though. but you're not making oh, that in damn time. Damn it. Because you have inspired me. You've inspired me to bring back a segment that, um, to be honest, uh, we don't understand, but I still like to have a go at it. And it was from something you mentioned earlier in the show. We haven't done it in a while. Let's go. Phone me,
7: my one and
3: only. This is where um, we throw out a hypothetical situation and we try and get just one person in Australia, in our beautiful country, that it applies to to call up. If we get more than one, we fail. If we get none... We fail.
1: This all began with the idea of: Do you work at Footlogger, Footlocker, L- and you're also an umpire,
3: a referee? Referee. Yeah. So you and wear hand, that, and have you accidentally
1: worn your referee outfit to work because yes. you know Footlocker people wear the stripy or outfits, vice versa? Yes. yes.
3: Um, would you like to know today? yes so earlier in the show you mentioned billy ray cyrus yes and the first thing i thought of with billy ray cyrus is his long flowing locks he's probably the most famous mullet in the world mm. and i thought how often mullets are um seen as not being academic and i thought i wonder if there's a lawyer with a oh. mullet
1: not to be confused with long hair, because academics often have long hair. Like older men grow their hair out. Mm. But you want a mullet, not just long hair.
3: Yep, that's why I said mullet.
1: Okay. Yeah. I've just been getting... Are you
3: going specifically with lawyers? Testy. A, a lawyer. Okay. With a mullet.
1: Still practicing?
3: A current lawyer. Yep. With a current mullet. Great. Give us a call, 131060.
1: We'll see if we can find one.
3: I hope there's a... I mean, I... There's a little bit of me that No, no, I've got to hope there's only one. Mm. So if you're listening and you're a lawyer and you've got a mullet, not long hair, as Carrie said, not a shaved head, not any of the different hairstyles that I'm about to list, <laughs> but a mullet, give us a call, 13106. 6.
2: Carrie and Tommy. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. <laughs> 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 on your radios and streaming live on the Listener App for your Thursday, Arvo, it's Carrie and Tommy and we're doing this. <laughs> Phone me, my one and only. Uh, A
3: lot of radio stations, when they do their call topics for listeners, they try and make them broad to get them involved. This is the other way. We want to be a sniper. We want just one, Mm. just one person that relates to today. It is: Are you a lawyer and have a mullet?
1: Sarah. Hi guys. How are you today? First of all, all, are you a lawyer?
0: I am a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for the last 20 years, but I am wow. not the one with the mullet. <laughs> oh. I, have known, I have known a man called Mark, who is a lawyer well-known in the Liverpool area in Sydney, okay. and he has had a mullet ever since I've known him, as well as a big giant handlebar moustache.
3: Oh. <laughs> and, it, and just to to kind of get down to what Carrie mentioned earlier. Is it short at the front and mullet at the back? It's not just a of long course. hair situation?
0: No, no, no. Short at the front, long at the back. Yeah, Sarah <laughs> knows what forever. a mullet is, you know. <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Okay. Hey, Part tricky, because trick. he does meet the requirements.
3: What, um, but it's uh, not
1: Mark that's calling through, so does that count for you, Tommy?
3: Um, yes, because we had another person, but um, I believe...
1: <laughs> that's so funny.
3: Oh, producer Sammy, what's, hey, what's guys, happening?
2: I'm... Hey, I do we want to chat to Joe? I don't trust him, but you can you can have a chat oh, to him if you put
1: want. put him across, though. He's a lawyer. Yeah. Put him across.
3: Yeah. This sounds dangerous. Joe, Carrie. don't
8: let me down here, mate.
3: G'day, Joe.
0: Yeah. Hey, guys. How ha- are you? Are you yeah. a
8: lawyer, Joe? Yeah, I'm a lawyer.
3: Um, and <laughs> what what law firm do you work for?
8: Newcastle Law Group.
3: Um, and, um, it and not what, what doesn't oh. exist, Joe.
8: What type oh, of Joe. what type
3: of what type of law do you do? I do
6: family law.
3: Do you? What do you charge? Yeah. I'm always interested with lawyers. What you charge? What do you charge, Joe?
8: Um, I charge a fair bit, but it depends on the case.
3: Yeah, I, that's what I do with my fees. Um, I keep <laughs> like to keep them, you know, up and down. Um,
1: Joe, what hairstyle are you
3: rocking? I'm rocking a filthy mullet. Oh, filthy! You sound quite young, Joe. How old are you? Yeah, I am. Have- um, twenty-five. You're twenty-five. You're That's, let's law. let's ask let's ask Sarah. Sarah, just out of interest, um, you are a lawyer. How long did it take to study to become a lawyer? Sarah.
0: Oh, sorry, I didn't realize I was back online. No, um, no
3: we're back on you, <laughs> Sarah. How how long did it take you to study? Oh,
0: uh, I it took me um took me seven years, and then I've gone on to do a masters. Since then, and like you just yeah. keep going. So, yeah. but um, so, generally these these days a double degree will take you a minimum of five years, and then you've got to do college law
3: stuff. So, yeah, yeah, okay,
0: could be him. It cause...
3: could, it could. Um, let's um, oh, get I, a...
1: our
0: producers
3: really
1: after Joe.
3: No, no, no. We're calling Mark's office the the oh, lawyer with the mullet.
1: I thought our producer who reckons Joe is not a lawyer. Um, mm. who says he's been Googling, Joe, our producer, been Googling your, your law firm and, it and thinks it's BS, Joe.
8: Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Not even I very convincing. I think for a lawyer, you've really crumbled your on defense, cross-examination. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, producer Sammy, did we have any luck with Mark's office? Oh, he's just on the phone to them right now. Oh, this is exciting. Oh, my gosh. Can we go back to Sarah just for a second? Do you Please reckon yes.
1: Mark's just sitting around, though, waiting for someone to call? Like, if he was a lawyer,
3: he'd <laughs> be working. Sarah, would Mark be working?
0: Um, normally, he would be working, but usually criminal lawyers are in court from early in the morning, so he might be out of court now. Yeah.
3: I,
2: I just got an I update. thought it would I... be a criminal lawyer. Oh, you
0: got an
1: update. I yes, his office. producer Sam.
2: Yep. The reception said they can't give out his uh, private number, but he is currently uh, busy in court. But yeah, is he currently a
1: sporting a mullet?
2: <laughs> yes, can confirm he's sporting a mullet. We oh, got one. Well, we didn't get him.
1: You heard about him. Does that count?
2: Are you not letting yeah. me have I don't know. I'm
1: asking you. I don't know. I think it's a great um, outcome, but I don't think it's that he didn't call through.
2: Yeah, it's phone really. me, my one yeah. and
1: only. It's not tell but, me about
3: yeah. this guy. We can change it to say <laughs> get my friend to phone me. You've sure. really deflated me.
0: Well, okay. The music's
3: helping to deflate me. <laughs>
2: Can we give Sarah a prize at least? Yeah, we can give her a $100 Coles voucher if you like,
0: Sarah. Oh, woo, excellent. Thanks so much.
3: And um, and can we go to Joe just quickly? <laughs> um, Joe, would you like a prize as well? Yeah, I'd love a prize. Uh, unfortunately, you don't get rewarded for cheating. Sorry, Joe.
2: <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Driving you home for your Thursday afternoons. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. It's time for Bickmore's Bits. Here we go now.
1: Oh, some great news for my favourite footy player, Brodie Grundy. Yeah, the only one I seem to know at the moment. We've had him on twice in the last month, and every single time we've had him on, um, we've been had a big note from producers that has said we cannot talk to him about anything trade related. So instead, we've talked to him about stuff that is irrelevant to his life, Uh, like uh, the grand final that he wasn't playing in, and then the tattoo that he um, didn't give you but was there to watch. Yeah, but it was still all wonderful. But I have now some fantastic well, Can we talk about the trade? News. He's been traded to Sydney. Yes. Roddy Grundy's joining the Sydney Swans.
3: He joins uh, also uh, now, sadly, former Pies legend uh, Taylor Adams there. My bits or your bits,
1: you know? I didn't know you were
3: going to say <laughs> that bit. No,
1: I didn't know that bit. So it's a great addition for me. Okay. great. Jerry Seinfeld has teased there might be a Seinfeld reunion 25 years after the series finale. He spoke uh, at a comedy show Saturday. Saturday night. Um, There's been rumours circulating for a long time, and he's indicated that perhaps him and Larry have been chatting, Larry being Larry David, um, about a little special project for fans.
3: I have a little secret for you about the ending, but I can't really tell it,
1: because
3: it is a secret. Here's what I'll tell you, okay, but you can't tell anybody. Something is going to happen. Has to do with that ending. Has it happened yet? Is that what you took that as? They're going to make something? Apparently. Oh, no. I, sorry. I've only heard the audio. I haven't read the news, but I don't take that as that. I take that as something that happened in the final episode is going to happen in real life. Like one of them goes to jail or something. Well, <laughs> I know don't know. I mean?
1: the, the news article says Jerry Seinfeld has hinted at a possible Seinfeld reunion while doing a comedy show Saturday night. Ah. Yeah. Anyway, the finale, which they reckon 76 million people watched.
3: Not bad. I think the
1: most watched TV broadcast ever in history. It wasn't a great ending, though. Um, but they're thinking, I wonder what they'd get if they came back. I don't know if we want to see it back.
3: See Sorry? Question. What do you mean? I just think all that's very negative, Carrie. No, I
1: just think, I think sometimes th- things are better left as the most amazing thing show ever. I you used, said the ending wasn't very good. I didn't like the ending, but the entire show I've watched, I reckon, four times over. I love it. I didn't like the ending. I'm allowed to not like the how ending, do you but wrap love up, the show. How
3: do you wrap up a show? Like it that, is a though? very
1: good question, mm. but you don't need to come back and do it again. Or maybe that's why but they're don't doing reckon, it again. They didn't like no. the wrap up either.
3: I don't reckon... It it sounds like they're going to make something.
1: Okay. Well, you and I read it differently. Mm. I mean, I, to be fair, hadn't heard it till then. No, I... <laughs> I didn't read
3: anything.
1: Hey, but this is the juicy stuff that I wanted to get okay. to. Okay. So you remember the slap at the Oscars, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, right? Yep. And no one really understood why. Now Jada Pinkett Smith has done this big tell-all ahead of um, a memoir that she's got coming out. And she has confirmed that her and her husband, Will, actually separated in 2016. So they've been separated for seven years now. Mm. They started living apart in 2016. Um, But she says the context for why her husband slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars was that every summer reports come out that her and Will were getting a divorce. And she said they used to see them in the papers and they'd be like, oh my God, here they are, rumours speculating again, summer after summer. And this particular summer, Chris Rock read the rumours and thought it might have been true. So he got in touch with Jada and said, I'd love to take you out. And Jade was like, what do you mean? And he was like, well, aren't you and Will getting a divorce? And she was like, no, Chris, they're just rumours, right? And that's Mm. where it ended and he was appalled and he was like, oh, okay, no worries, I read the wrong rumour. Then fast forward to Oscars, obviously she went and told um, her hubby, well, separated hubby, but Will Smith about what had happened between Chris Rock and that's why he slapped him. That's particularly heinous.
3: But they were divorced. I know, well,
1: they were separated.
3: But also, that's awful because they at the time – said the reason that he was outraged is because it was a joke about G.I. Jane and, and about Jada Pinkett's bald head, right? That was the joke yes. that apparently outraged Will. And those two came out and said that the reason was um, because it's actually a medical condition, it's alopecia. And so then a whole bunch of people piled oh, on Chris Rock because they said, how dare so you make fun of someone his wife. with a medical condition. And so for them to know oh. that whole time that that was nothing about that and be like, how dare he do this, is awful.
1: Well, there we go. I mean... I, I don't really have anything else to say other than maybe go have a listen to the full podcast. She sheds more light on their oh, relationship. Oh, don't give her
3: more attention. Gross. <laughs> okay, don't do that
1: then. <laughs> Gary and Tommy. I'm always looking for new books to read my girls. Um, I love reading to them. And there's a yes. new series out called Nary Deep Time Traveller. Um, it has the first book of the series released now, The Broken Rainbow. It is by the wonderful Tasma Walton. And she joins us on the line now. Hey, Taz. Yeah. How are you going? Very good. This is very exciting.
9: Just to be clear, is this your first book? In in terms of children's books, it is my first book. Yes. But I have also written adult uh, literature, but a long time ago now actually. So look, this feels like the first book.
1: How different is it writing um, children's stuff versus adult stuff? What's the major
9: difference for you? Look, it is actually quite different. I feel like when you're writing for kids, you really kind of got to bear in mind that you want to keep it moving, you know, and make sure that they're constantly engaged, which you want to do for adults, but it is a little bit of a different process.
3: Taz, just so I'm clear, when you said you've written adult um, content
9: before,
8: (laughs) you you just mean for
3: adults, you don't mean adult content.
9: That is correct. Uh, For adults, look, I'm sure children of a certain age could also read it, but it is, uh, yes, it is not, the other, yes, it's often, yes, yes. It's, it's yes. not porn. I'm not writing yours <laughs> <meals> and porn.
1: <laughs> did it
9: have <laughs> it was a saucy have scene
1: anywhere in it?
9: Um, that was a long time ago. Look, um, Heartless was what I was called, say, yeah. That's right. I'm yeah. going to say, uh, actually, I don't think it did. <laughs> no, I think it's true. <laughs> um, but,
3: yeah. Tasma, time travel is so fascinating and it must be so fun to write something about because you can go literally to anywhere, you can go to things that have happened in real life or to the future, if you could time travel to any time, when would it be?
9: Oh, yes, good question. Um, Look, I would honestly love to go in the time that this book is set, which is the dreaming. Like when all of the, you know, the kind of the stories are born and the creation beings are there doing their thing, I think that would be pretty magnificent.
3: Are there dinosaurs?
9: No, there's no... Well, Oops. actually, look, some, I don't know if there were dinosaurs around coastal Melbourne, to be honest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to, like,
1: do my research on that one. <laughs> How much is this book or the ideas behind this book based on what you've discovered about your own family?
9: Quite a look, at, uh, quite a lot actually. Look, my um, nana used to tell me the story of the rainbow, which was the, the husband and wife of the rainbow. And if the rainbow came out on your wedding day, it was a really good sign because they're joined together. Mm. So oh. it's sort of, in many ways, inspired by that story she'd tell me as a kid. And you know, and in this world of Nera, the the husband and wife of the rainbow have been pulled apart by this sort of in, invading force. And so um, Nera goes back to try and help you know, be part of the unified team that, that get together to, to try and put them back together again.
3: It's, um, it's beautifully illustrated, and I've been fascinated because in, in my kids' book, I, I haven't yet met my illustrator. Dropped that you've done a kid's book yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
9: <laughs> well done. And
3: I was wondering how normal that is. Have, Samantha Campbell, as I said, the illustrations are, are beautiful. Have you met Samantha?
9: We haven't met in the flesh. Mm. Can you believe it? Um, but, you know, we've obviously sort of communicated in terms of what we're all trying to achieve with the visuals. And I think she's done such a beautiful job, really brought it to life. And it's amazing when you see Nera's little face. It just, for me anyway, pulls on my heartstrings, you know, lovely.
1: I um, need books to read with my little girl, Evie, who's now eight because she's heading into the territory where she likes a chapter book. Which you would know—you'd be reading a lot of them in your own household, I'm sure. Yes. Um, Do you find so? I've obviously read a lot of Roby's books over the years that are are often aimed younger. Is he to live with? I've always wanted this because I've obviously worked alongside (laughs) him. Is he just excitable all the time?
9: no, but he is, <laughs> he is wonderfully positive all okay, the time. Right, right, right. You know, and we say he's the half glass full, I'm the half glass empty and it's full of poison type. So <laughs> we're that good yin-yang <laughs> sort of combo. <laughs> so you always seem so chipper when I see you. Is that how you think of yourself? Is glass, glass half empty? I can, yeah, I can err on that side, unfortunately, oh. sometimes. But you know what's wonderful living with somebody like Rove is, he, you know, he's constantly saying the good in things, the positive yeah. things. You know, it's and makes me laugh, so it's it's really good sucker for the soul.
3: Sometimes that does your head in though, doesn't it? You know when some people are have positive a and you're just like, oh mate, <laughs> it's just not that good. Come on. <laughs> Tasma,
9: I'm gonna in yeah, this case, no, yeah, no. I was gonna say I, I sensed your science <laughs> and play I, the I the was seeds. moving on.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, the book is beautiful, yeah. uh it's amazing. It's called The Broken Rainbow is from the brand new series. Uh Nera Deep Time traveller. it's out now. Tasma Walton, uh it's always a pleasure. Thank Congrats. you. Congrats.
9: So great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Follow Carrie Vidmore and Tommy Little on socials at Carrie Tommy Show.
1: That podcast with Carrie and Tommy was filled with big laughs and funny moments. And if you're looking to raise a glass to those moments, Lickerland has the drink to match. Shop in store or online
0: and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers, Lickerland. Choose to drink wise. Bye. Bye.